Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's August 31st. The body of Mary Ann Nichols, who was known as Polly, was found on this day in 1888. She was the first of the five canonical victims of Jack the Ripper. Those five canonical murders happened between August 31st and November 9th, 1888. In order of when their bodies were found, they were Mary Ann Nichols, Annie Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine Eddowes, and Mary Jane Kelly. And these five murders happened with a series of other killings in Whitechapel in the east end of London. Sometimes 11 total murders are looped together as the Whitechapel murders. Sometimes all 11 are attributed to Jack the Ripper. But those five are considered the canonical five. All of them were or had been sex workers. All but one was killed while soliciting customers. They were all also intoxicated at the time or were known to abuse alcohol. When Nichols was murdered, she was in her early 40s and she had five children. She and her husband had separated and she had fallen on really hard times. She was living in extreme poverty. She was living in a series of workhouses and she was getting lodging in rooming houses when she had the money to do it. That money mostly came from begging and from sex work. But if she didn't have any money and if there was no room in the workhouse, she had nowhere to stay. And about 2 o'clock in the morning, on August 31st, she was thrown out of the kitchen of the rooming house where she'd been staying because she didn't have the money to pay. But she said she would go get the money, and she went out into the street to look for clients. Somebody else from the rooming house saw her a little bit later, and she was very clearly intoxicated. Then at about 3.45 in the morning, two carters were on their way to work through Buck's Row, which was basically an alley. One of them saw what looked like a tarp or a pile of rags, went over to investigate, and he called the other one over when he realized that it was a woman. They weren't entirely sure whether she was alive or not. They didn't stay to help because they were late for work, but they did tell a constable what they had seen. When the constable came, he realized this was a dead woman, that her throat had been cut from ear to ear, her abdomen and her groin had also been mutilated. In the wake of Nichols' murder and the killings that followed, the people in Whitechapel were terrified. This became a public panic about the possibility of a brutal serial killer who could have been anyone. It could have been somebody that you know. And in spite of extensive investigations and increased police patrolling in the area, he was never captured. One day the killings just stopped. Because nobody knew it was the last killing, they kept waiting for the next killing. We don't know who Jack the Ripper is. Of course, he's generally believed to be a man. The name was coined in a letter purportedly from him to the Central News Agency, although probably this was concocted as a publicity stunt by the staff. And since 1888, hundreds of people have been brought forth as suspects for being Jack the Ripper. A lot of these suspects have been doctors or butchers because the killer seemed to have some familiarity with human anatomy. But really, they just range all over the place. Everybody from Lewis Carroll to H.H. Holmes, who later lured victims into a so-called murder castle during the 1893 Columbian Exposition. This one led to an exhumation of Holmes's remains and a whole TV series about it. 
And the Jack the Ripper murders continue to be entrenched in the public imagination. There are hundreds of books about the actual murders and about fictionalized versions of the murders or novels that base themselves off of the Jack the Ripper story in some way. And of course, there are also dozens of movies. Thanks to Christopher Hasiotis for his research work on today's episode. You can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for a terrifying dive and a dramatic rescue. 